everyone, welcome to another episode of Opposites React. It is episode 123 on June 15, 2022. Oh, and Momo's here too. My name is Sarah and I am here with Tyler. How are you, Tyler? How are you, Mo? I'm sorry, Mo. Mo Molly's not going to let me get a word in tonight. No. She keeps walking in front of my face. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, you said you're good already? Or did I ask you? I you didn't, didn't ask, ask me. I didn't ask you yet. No, no Molly interrupted us. <laughs> How are you? I am fine, thank you. Good. What is up? Uh, well, so the other day, this, we're obviously going to talk about movies tonight, but before we get into that, we'll do our little opening catch up spiel what we've we been up to so for those maybe that don't know the what was it uh a couple of days ago monday the playstation thing oh monday yes monday okay monday is when playstation sort of they retooled launched. launch or they launched their new playstation plus package options i guess you would call it yeah tiers. sure tiers. yeah so before you really only had the one choice for plus there was your basic subscription and you got your two, four, three games a month, and that was yeah. that. And then, and then, and then they had that separate service called PlayStation Now, which was mm. sort of like the. Did you did you download them or stream them with that? You were able. The option depends on the game. You right. had to stream PlayStation Three games, but you could download PlayStation Two and One right. games. Um, and some four. So now what they've essentially done is they've offered three different tiers. I guess yes. you would call it. Yep. So the lowest tier, and now the the phrasing of the different tiers is kind of funny because when you hear the names, you might think one is obviously better than the other, but I'll quickly kind of break down from what I remember what the difference is. So mm -hmm. uh, the basic tier, I guess you would call it, is called Essential. And that's what like my that's what my default PlayStation Plus subscription would turn into. Yeah. Basically, you still get your online multiplayer for certain games. You get your few free games a month to download. Cloud saving, all that stuff, yes. right? So the stuff you normally get. Yeah, the normal stuff. And then the one up from that is called PlayStation Plus Extra, which gives you access to a pretty pretty decently sized catalog of uh, PS4 games. Mm -hmm. uh, and the nice thing about it too, so like I have an existing Plus subscription that I re renewed last November for a year. Uh, so when the new tiers came out this week, it basically gave me the option to so say you can upgrade to Extra right now for an extra $20 mm -hmm. and that would cover me from now like say middle of June until almost the end of November yes so that's like what five months ish yeah. a little more than five months for 20 bucks and the, the the kind of games that they have on that extra catalog are pretty good like there's some games in there that I wanted to replay some other games that I haven't played yet like the mm -hmm. one that really caught my eye in terms of a new uh, game that I wanted to try it would be the like Ghost of Tsushima yeah and you haven't played Miles Morales either right like Spider-Man Miles Morales or even yeah. just the the original like Spider-Man that came out a few years ago, that's also on there. I might replay that before I do Miles Morales. Would you play God of War? Yep. I do want to play God of War. Uh, like they have stuff in there, like they have Horizon Zero Dawn on there if you haven't mm. played that yet. Uh Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Some of the bigger names. But there's a lot of other like I don't want to call them smaller games, but there's other games on there too that like, you know, they they have some Ubisoft stuff on there. Like I think they have the they have those the crew games, like those racing oh, games. Oh, okay. Might be fine to try out. A good variety, then. Yeah, there's a decent variety. Now, the tier up from that is called PlayStation Plus uh, Premium. Premium? Premium. Yeah. And the difference between that, so you get all the games that are in the extra catalog, plus you get access to, I guess, what you would call classic games. And that's like what they P call them. PS1, PS2, and some PS3 games yeah. as well. Now, the 
PS1 and PS2 selection is pretty slim. <laughs> I think it's yeah. like, what, maybe 20, 25 games? At most. I and, took, through, I took a look through the list and I'm like, yeah. Like, it'll obviously grow over time. Yes. Uh, but out of the gate, I would say, like, for me, it was kind of a no-brainer to just spend the extra 20 bucks for the extra package. Yes. Because even if I played just one of those games, it would be worth the price of admission. But I think they go, I think it wasn't that much more. Like, I think to go up to the extra tier would have been like $35 for me. So it's really only an mm. extra $15 on top of, but still. Yeah. I think the current package I have, which is the extra, if I were to renew it in November, I think it said the annual price Canadian was about 115 I think so. Sounds yeah. about right. I think the premium is like 150 So, I mean, if you break it down, it's pretty, for the extra package, it would basically be about 10 bucks a month you for a year. You see the best thing about the premium games. What, that you stream them? No. Oh, what? That some of the PlayStation 1 games have trophies now. Oh, that's your thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yes. Go ahead, sorry. No, that's pretty much my little spiel on it. So You're actually going to play something other than MLB? I don't believe you. Well, it's funny. I, it's not that I'm like... I'm kind of at a phase with MLB right now where I just want to get on, play for like an hour or two a night. Like, there's not a ton of stuff to grind right now for the offline player. Like, yeah, every month they come out with like the monthly program. You grind that for like 10 hours or so. And there's a Battle Royale program which you kind of chip away at. Like, I can mm-hmm. just play a few games a night and make some progress on that. But really, it's... If you don't just want to play ranked seasons or or events all the time, like there's not a ton of offline stuff to grind. Like they don't have as many big programs as they did last year. Maybe they will later on. I don't know. But do you find that when you go on to MLB, I know you get angry easily. We all know this. Do you get angrier over time? Like do you go in and you get like angry the first match, or are you pretty lenient and then it gets grows over time? Like would it be more advantageous for you to play in short bursts? Well, it depends. Uh, like, yeah, I think, for example, the other day, right, there was there was a new showdown that came out, mm. which is like a mode that you can play. You can kind of, it takes you anywhere from like 30 minutes to, yeah, 30 minutes to an hour to complete. They're not that long, but uh, that's an offline mode. But anyway, so I, I played that yesterday and I lost my first, I guess you could call it run in showdown. I got really angry at myself because I, well, the game kind of screwed me and I also played badly. So, <laughs> yeah, from that point, I don't know. Yeah, my first game of the, whenever, whenever my first game of the day in baseball really sets the tone for my mood in that day mm. for that game. You know I mean? So I usually try and start off by doing something offline, like whether it's just playing a conquest game, daily missions, moments, stuff like that. Like, I don't want to just jump into like a battle royale game first thing because if I get like destroyed the first game, I'll just get so angry the set rest the of the, mood. yeah. Plus, I like to warm up too, play a little mm. bit offline. So, yeah, I don't know. I guess, baseball, I can definitely, I know I'm thankfully, the difference between me this year and me last year playing baseball is this year I know when to step away when I get angry. Last year I didn't know that. I would just sit there and what, what are you sort of looking for? I would stew. Yeah, like stew. There you stew in my rage and just yeah. keep playing games. And obviously I'm not in the right headset, so no. I'm chasing just, chasing pitches and I'm just playing like an idiot. So it's, yeah, you're playing like against the people online that you would yeah. want to play against now. And I'll just be like, <laughs> oh look, it's Mike Trout. I'm gonna pluck him in the head. Exactly. Yeah. Screw, you, screw this you're guy. You're playing the pause screen game. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And trolling. And yeah. so yeah, no, I definitely have not been doing that this year. And honestly, lately I've been getting back in Apex a bit. That's true. And I haven't heard you getting as angry no because i don't really go into any expectation like i'm not playing ranked right now because ranked is just sweaty well i don't like the way they've retooled it it's a mm. lot harder to rank up now um and yeah i just don't have the pit and i don't really like playing storm point that much which is the ranked map right now so maybe when the split happens in a couple of weeks i'll play a bit more but no, i've just been jumping and doing my dailies play some trios matches i've gotten a few wins like i'm definitely nowhere near the pace i'd be at in previous years but I still feel like I'm competitive in the game. I haven't lost my edge, you know. You've been playing trios Fortnite too by yourself. Yep, 
Yeah, just again, just I kind of so I sort of have like a cycle now. It's like when I get on it, like so, like for example, tonight when I finish recording here, I'll probably go over and play. I might jump in Apex first, just get a maybe play for like an hour or so, and then maybe Fortnite or maybe I'll, I usually play MLB later at, at night. Mm-hmm. Um, and then because the, the thing with me is like if I get angry playing baseball, I usually just turn it off and then I'll just go watch like Netflix or mm-hmm. or Disney Plus or whatever I'm watching at the time. I'll just mm-hmm. watch a show until I go to bed. So. Where is a PlayStation Plus game going to fit in in your schedule? It's a good question. Uh, I don't know yet. I am working <laughs> on that. That might be a topic for next week. Mm. But Sarah and I did come to an agreement that if I start playing a new game, then she will as well. She will finally mm. get away from just playing Picross all the time. And, uh, je ne pas compris. Uh-huh. You <laughs> Proper game again, Sarah. An actual proper? story, story-based RPG, um, okay. or like, or like an Ubisoft game or something. Something that just that's just that's not just like a three D puzzle. <laughs> mm, I'll think of one. Yeah, uh-huh. I, I I have very low faith that you will actually start a game. <laughs> oh, I'll start it. It's just can I stick with it? Oh, I'm question. not sticking with it. If you're not sticking with it. Oh, I get that. So. I don't know if I want to go hard out of the gate with like Ghost of Tsushima because I don't know if I'm no. actually going to like it. I would start with Miles Morales. I think Spider-Man's is a safer bet. You know yeah. you like the first one, so you know you're going to like yeah. the DLC. Yeah, that's probably what I'll end up doing. Maybe this weekend. I'll start it. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, really? We'll see. <laughs> so <laughs> On Daddy's Day weekend, you want to play a game. Oh, that's right. It's Father's Day. Well, we don't have that many plans, I don't think. I don't have any plans for you. <laughs> Shall we just get into the topic tonight? Yes, sir. So we're doing movies tonight. That is the theme. Groovy movie. I had a few ideas I was bouncing around in my head, and I feel like it's been a while since I've done like a negative topic. Oh, okay. I mean, I'm usually pretty positive when it comes to movies. Like you're a positive guy, yeah. Ty. Well, but <laughs> so, but on that, that note, I don't necessarily want this to be like a downer podcast. So when I say a negative, what I'm talking about is like I made a list of like disappointing films, but I want to preface it by saying, or I'm gonna. Sort of looking for a juxtapose. I can't think of the right words tonight. Like I, the basically, I made a list of disappointing film sequels. Okay. But I want to point out why I think they're inferior to the originals. Okay. And in a lot of cases, there's a common thread I think with my list here, mm. and that is that I think that most of these sequels, and when I say sequels, I try to stick to like the second film of a series. Okay. Because like like if you if you just Google like disappointing sequels, pretty much thing that comes up on everybody's list is like Indiana Jones four, like the uh, King of the Crystal Skull. So you're talking about like a I'm very, talking about like a second iteration in a series that follows a, like a high profile yeah. first movie, right? Okay, yeah. And again, it could be like it doesn't have to be like well, you'll see what I'm talking about. Like I I didn't choose like Rocky two for example. I like Rocky two, but I'm saying like I chose Creed two on my list, and I'll explain why. And I'm, I'm obviously just comparing it to the first Creed film because that's sort of like a new trilogy series yeah. compared to the old Rocky, even though it's still the same Rocky yeah. character. But so, anyways, I'll get into my and I again I don't have this list ranked or even alphabetized. I just sort of made a list off the top of my head as they came to me. So <laughs> there's no order to this list. It's just we're just gonna go through them and and like I said, I'll give a brief description for each one about why I think it's inferior to the original film in the series right all right now some of these movies you've seen some you haven't but you've probably heard me talk about them before at least so um you probably won't have many much input on the first few on this list but we'll eventually get to some that you you've seen so uh the first one i got here i don't know why this was the first one popped in my head but (laughs) um it's not not even that it's much i love the first film in the series it's just that it is much better 
at what it set out to do. And for me, an, an inferior sequel is The Expendables 2. Okay. They got so many more actors, though. and like. Well, that's the whole thing with The Expendables. Every movie, they've done three of them so far. And every new iteration, they just add more stars yeah. to it. Or different action but stars. how could that go wrong, Tyler? Well, I'll tell you why. Okay. Because... So the first Expendables was... It's a dumb action film. It's yes. a It's a perfect, like, throwback to just, like cheesy 80s early 90s that was the films. sales pitch that was the whole sales pitch you got stallone you know you get, you get the older actors you got stallone and um like dolph lundgren uh, you get some guys in there like you get jet lee jason statham you know you throw in uh bruce willis and Arnold schwarzenegger have cameos it's, it's just a dumb thing terry cruz you get these big muscle you get some like stone cold steve austin you get the ex wrestler <laughs> guys in the in the film for some muscle and it was just a dumb throwback action film and, and, and it was even though it was like a low budget the fact that they kind of went practical with most of the stunts and effects was pretty cool too. Like they didn't use a lot of CGI. Mm. But so the sequel, what initially hooked me for the sequel um, was that the villain, when I saw the trailer, like the villain is, was going to be played by Jean-Claude Van Damme, mm-hmm. which is cool because he's not usually a villain and he doesn't do a lot of stuff anymore. He was big in like, you know, the, the 80s, 90s, early 2000s, I guess. But him playing a villain, really, I thought he'd really like ham it up in this film against Stallone. So like, I was really interested in that. Um, the new additions to the film outside of Van Damme weren't that great. Like, there's a Chuck Norris cameo, which doesn't hold up nowadays. At the time, when all the Chuck Norris memes were rolling around, it was kind of funny. But nowadays, if you're just watching it for the first time, you'd be thinking, this is dumb. Um, they tried to inject some heart into the story by adding, like, a young... And again, he's not an action star by any means, but they had to put a young actor in there somewhere. And spoiler, this actor gets killed off in, like, the first 20 minutes. And that sort of sets up the whole, like, revenge subplot against Van Damme. So they have Liam Hemsworth in it. Like oh. from the Hunger Games movies, so he's like Stallone's I don't know young recruit buddy and Van Dam. <laughs> I love the way that he kills him. It's such typical. This is what almost told me on the movie is the way Van Dam kills this guy. So basically, like they have Stallone's team cornered and Van Dam comes out of the woods with his you know, his cronies or whatever, and and they they threaten to kill. I think I, I even think the, the kid's name was so forget. It was just Billy. The kid's name was Billy. <laughs> so Van Dam kills Billy by basically like one of the henchmen like holds a knife in front of Billy's heart and then Van Damme does like a roundhouse kick and kicks a knife into his chest and I'm like uh. that's typical Van Damme like that's so but what really annoyed me about this movie and I don't remember talking about this movie way more than I intended to <laughs> I have like I have like 10 more movies I gotta talk about on this list but what really annoyed me about this film was at the end you have this they build it up really well there's like you think it's gonna be this epic uh, Stallone and Van Damme like hand to hand fight mm-hmm. and they do they throw down for like a good I don't know 45 seconds if I had to time it and then I guess because they're older, they both just needed a breather. So then it turns into a knife fight all of a sudden. Oh. And then Stallone basically just stabs him in the chest. The whole fight's over in like a minute. And I'm like, oh. that's it? I'm like, the like, two-hour buildup for this? And like, yeah, Stallone gave him some good Rocky punches for a while. And then Van Damme did his one typical like roundhouse kick, which is his style. And then they, then it just dies. I'm like, oh, that was... <laughs> anticlimactic. Def- def- kind of anticlimactic, yeah. And again, like they also had like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Bruce Willis for Prizer cameos on the first one, but they felt way more like fan servicey in this one. In the first one, they were kind of funny, and this one was just like, like they, they like they literally just say each other's lot. Like Schwarzenegger says like his Terminator lines, and then Bruce Willis just like says a cheeky comeback, and then I don't know, it, it's it didn't work for me. But yeah, was the third one any better? I think, I'm not gonna okay. I don't want to talk about it much more. I, 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 I just wanted to no answer. Is it better than the second one? Yeah. Yes, only because I like, and again, even though he was wasted in the role, I like Mel Gibson as the villain in the third one. Okay. But again, he has a, a terrible anticlimactic fight with Stallone again. So it's like tr- <laughs> the trend of this series. But all right, let's go on to the next one. Um, 
this one pains me to say because I really like the original film. And again, the, like most of the films on the list are not very old. They're most, of, most of them are within the last like 10, 20 years. But no, um, I didn't like the Equalizer 2. Oh, yeah. I really like the first Equalizer it with Denzel Washington. A, it was missing a Home Depot reference. <laughs> yeah. No, Equalizer 2 just it got bogged down with too many side plots and characters you don't really care about. Like Denzel was so good in it. I mean, he's good mm-hmm. in everything. But I also felt the villain wasn't as compelling in the second one as in the first one. And while the they they almost they almost brought me back in at the end of Equalizer Two is the final set piece like, like on the actions. Beach house? Yeah, like we had like this hurricane and yes. like a beach set. That was pretty cool as a unique setting. But then the final fight between Denzel and the villain, I won't say who the villain is, just didn't do it for me. And I was just like, yeah, it just the movie just kinda like meh, it ended. Yeah. So whereas I can re- I can go back and rewatch first Equalizer a bunch of times. I love so many scenes in that movie. I feel like it's really well paced. Mm. The second one really drags. So for me it was really disappointing. I, I think I think he is making a third one too, which is surprising. And a fun fun trivia fact too. But Equalizer two that was the first sequel that Denzel ever did to any of his movies. Oh, really? Yeah. Huh. Which is true when you think about it. He doesn't do a lot of franchises. He does so. not. But yeah, I mean, I think Equalizer two is on Netflix right now. You can check it out. Um, Watch the first one. And you're first one's better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. Next one on the list. Um. Again, not the first one's not a great movie by any means. That's still one that I, I enjoyed watching many times. Was I like the original Hangover? Oh, like Bradley but Cooper. Hangover two. Hangover two was terrible. So, and the problem for me is it was an exact retread of the first movie, just in a different setting. Oh, like different country. But two just felt a lot more crude as well. Like in the first one, the characters are dumb. Like they're, they're they they make they do dumb actions. But it was all set in Vegas, and most of it made sense in the context of, like, a drunken evening. Mm. Whereas the second one, like, they're in a foreign country, and, of course, they... I don't think they get drunk this time. It might have been they got drugged or something. But I don't know. And and the the one of the main characters from the first one that's also in the second one, like, Zach Galifianakis' mm-hmm. character. Whereas he was obnoxious, but kind of, like, naive in the first film. He was just outright mean in the second film. And, oh. like, you kind of hated his character. Mm. So, and, and also, like, the first one still isn't aged well in today's terms no, of comedy. Gosh, no. Um, but the second one really hasn't aged well for a lot of jokes it makes about different sexes and stuff. So mm. I would say if you get offended easily, you're not going to like either film. You're really not going to like the second <laughs> one. Um, and I don't think the second one's really... That third one wasn't good either, but at least the third one wasn't as offensive as the mm. second one. So, yeah, just was disappointing for me. Yeah. I really do like the first one still. Uh, okay, here's one that you've actually seen that we can discuss a little I bit. I saw The Equalizer too. Yeah, what do you remember about it? The beach scene. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. Excuse me. There was that subplot with that kid too. That was a good painter. Yeah, the teenager. Yes, yeah. and then he got caught up in like the mafia, not the mob, like the mob stuff and the drug stuff. And, well, it was like a gang. He's yeah. Like a gang. I yeah. remember. Okay. Remember. All right. 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 Um, but what have I seen that you think I did see? The second Transformers movie. I knew this was coming. I was hoping this was coming. I'm not going to complain about. It. I've complained about this movie so much. Right, and we're not going to go into detail no. on this. We're just going to say it's. It's definitely inferior to the first one in so many ways. Oh, like, it's hot there's, there's like I'm trying to think of one redeeming factor in the second one. Was there any good scenes even? No. Like the whole ending was dumb. We, we've gone to that before yes. in the past, but just that, that film just feels so long if you watch it nowadays. I like I, I, that's drags. why I stopped watching the Transformers movies. The third one was better. The third one always redeemed itself. You have evil Patrick Dempsey, so that's <laughs> kind of fun. Excuse but, me, he's evil as Dr. Shepard also. He cheated to, on his boy. We'll do that topic another day. Mm-hmm. But the first one still holds up really well. Like, it's a dumb, fun movie. Oh, yeah, action the first movie. one I can still yeah. watch, but the second one... No, the second I one just, is terrible. I honestly just wipe any sequel from my memory of Transformers. Yeah. End of story. Um, this one's a little bit of an oldie. We're going back to the 90s here, but 
it's definitely an, an easy inclusion on any disappointing sequel list. Um, the second Mortal Kombat film. Oh, it doesn't have as good as a theme song. It has pretty much the same theme song, but <laughs> like the first one from like '95, still I think it still holds up today. Like, I rewatched it recently, and I'm like, did you? Yeah, because the there's again, it's mostly practical effects. There's not a lot mm, of CGI in okay. there. So it still holds outside up. of like the reptile stuff, but mm. honestly, the fight scenes are really well done. Like the choreography, um, and the film like it's lean. It's probably only like an hour forty. Like it just kind of like gets to the chase right away yeah no i'm not saying the second one was long it just felt long mm. because they they i don't know the the plot not like the plot for like the first movie was amazing but the plot <laughs> for the second one was so dumb i mean minor spoilers here i think i've mentioned this before in past episodes if you've listened but if you're new to the show then uh like this in the second mortal Kombat film they basically they kill off johnny cage's character in the first five minutes because the actor didn't want to come back for the role so right. they just kill him off um Really, the only like normal returning characters from the first one is like it's the same Liu Kang actor, Robin Shu or Show. I don't know how pronounce his name. Uh, him and uh, Katana, I think, were the only ones that returned. Like Sub Zero and Scorpion were different. He had a different Raiden who was terrible compared to the original Raiden. Yeah, that's a warning. Song. There was no Shang Tsung. You had Shao Kahn in this one, which was fun if you're a fan of the games. I really like the actor who did Shao Kahn. Really went over the top with it, but. Whereas the first Mortal Kombat had a great final fight between yeah. Liu Kang and, Sh- and Shang Tsung. Mm-hmm. And this one, Liu Kang and Shao Kahn, it lasts like 45 seconds. And it's just, oh, and not to mention, it has some of the worst CGI you've ever seen. Even for a film, even back in the 90s, some of the <laughs> worst CGI you've ever seen. How is it such a downgrade? Oh, it's it was bad. The music choices were bad. The action scenes were choppy and edited terribly. It was just, For yeah. a fighting movie? That's yeah. a little silly. I mean, the first one definitely felt like it had more of a budget than this one did. Interesting. This was like your this was your typical like rush to DVD sequel, except that it actually was in theaters. <laughs> so, okay, uh, moving on here. Let's see. Uh, again, this next movie isn't. I don't think it's terrible by any means, but it's, again, to me, definitely inferior to the first one. And for me, it's the second Pirates of the Caribbean film. A lot of people like the second one because they like the Davy Jones character, and I think he is cool. I really like the CGI they used for him and the actor Hooper, who's under the makeup, I guess you call it, or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was still wearing his a mocap suit. Um, He's a really good actor, does D.V. Jones. But for me, it's just... The first film, again, I feel it was just like really like a throwback to like dumb 90s action-adventure films. It was really well-paced. The yeah, music was good. Yeah, great... Like, I love the villain in the first. I love Barbosa mm-hmm. compared to Dave. D.V. Jones was cool, but his villain was just very one-note, I thought. And, uh, and I don't know. I just... For me, like, the Jack Sparrow stuff works really well in the first movie. By the second movie, you're already starting to get tired of it. And by the third, you're just done, I think. And, I, and I, I, haven't even, I haven't even seen the fourth or fifth ones. Because I just don't care. <laughs> I know some people like the second one. I'm not saying, again, it's a bad film. I just think the first one is like, uh, you can still rewatch it. It's almost, I would almost, it's almost 20 it years old. I would yeah. almost call it classic. Yeah. No, the first one, I think, still holds up really well. But the second one, it just feels long. The only that, thing I remember is like them running on top of the barrels in number two. Yeah. <laughs> so, some, some of the action set pieces got really dumb in the second yeah. one. But, and then I've already mentioned this one earlier, but um, uh, Creed 2. Yeah. I know you were disappointed. I can't remember why. Yeah, I, I had hopes for it because going in, I was really intrigued by the whole, like, again, throwback if people have seen the classic Rocky films, especially Rocky Four, which is when he fights Ivan Drago. Because in this film, you have Creed's son basically uh, is supposed to fight uh, Drago's son, like an up-and-coming Russian boxer, right? And so it was cool because you, you got to see Stallone and, and Dolph Lundgren have their scenes together again, which they hadn't mm. done in, like... 30 35 years something like that since the last time they were together um but i don't know for me it just felt like the and i'm pretty sure the problem for me was it was a different director that did the second one oh. and the first one i thought was shot really well like the fight scenes were amazingly shot it in the first hard, film though, too. it did 
And it's hard to replicate the heart in the second one because you don't want to feel like you're just going through the motions yeah. again. So I get why they went a different way with it. But yeah, the first one for me definitely, you got, you got a lot more heart with Rocky in the first yeah. one. The second one was definitely much more about Creed than it was about Rocky, which makes yeah. sense. But for me, it just didn't land as well. I didn't I didn't buy the animosity between the between Creed and Drago's son. There was no real mm. build up there. But there's a little bit of build up in the first one between Creed and the guy he was fighting. So I don't know. Mm. I, I would rewatch the first one a bunch. I wouldn't, don't really have any desire to rewatch the second one anytime mm. soon. So for me, it's disappointing. I dud. Um. All right. Uh, I mean. I. <laughs> I really like the first Saw film. I think the first Saw film is class. Like I, I'm going to put it up. I'm, not, I'm using the term classic is silly for a film that's only like 20 years old. But for me, it's it'll always be probably one of my favorite horror films. Oh, yeah. I think the just the... I still remember like my mind getting blown when I saw it in theaters for the yeah. first time. Oh, now, granted, most of the Saw sequels, well, they're all terrible compared to the first <laughs> one. But they, they're different degrees of terrible. Some are better than others. I but think 2 is the least terrible of the No, sequels. I agree. I'm not saying 2 is... I'm, say, I'm saying it definitely declines right away. Like It goes 1, 2, 3, and then it, it falls off a cliff. But in it. Yeah. But, <laughs> so, t- again, 2 for me, it's just... It's obviously disappointing when you compare it to the original. Because, again, with 2, they just... That's when you can tell they're already going through the motions. Yeah. Like, you have the same sort of twists. I didn't... The, my problem was I didn't care for the characters as much in the second one as I did in the first one. No, not at all. Yeah. Um, I actually wanted to see a lot of the characters in the second one die. There was way more <laughs> characters in the second one, too. Yeah. Like, it was more localized in the first one. Yeah. And I... I, I you get more... Much more, like, um, connected as an audience with the the main two guys from the first yeah. one. Like, the, the doctor and the other guy who are... Uh, trapped in the room for most of the first movie whereas the second one most of it takes place around like mark Wahlberg's brother's character (laughs) and i didn't really care for him as much so Mm. i didn't really care what happened at the end of the movie um so yeah for me it's just disappointing obviously compared to the original a little bit more recent title on the list i think it came out what five six years ago uh maybe five years ago uh the second kingsman movie oh yeah first one's amazing like, I think the first one's going to hold up for a long time. Not just because of the church scene. Just as it's just a really well-paced movie. You love yeah. the characters. Mm-hmm. Like, Colin Firth, Samuel L. Jackson killing it. Taron Edgerton as Eggsy was great. So the second one, again, it started to feel like a retread almost. Yeah. Um, you have to have your music fight scene. and Like, I didn't... Yeah, exactly. Like, the villain in the second one wasn't as good as Samuel L. Jackson's villain yeah. in the first one. When they, is it ever? I know. <laughs> they, they tried to... To recreate the uh, same type of awesome, like one-shot fight scene yeah. in the second one, but it's nowhere near as impactful as the church scene from the no. first one. And there are some other, just like the second one. Again, the first one I think is amazingly paced. Mm-hmm. The second one felt really long to me, even though it's probably only just like a little over two hours. And you had a bunch of dumb cameos in the second one too. Like you had Jeff Bridges in there for a few minutes. You had Why? Channing Tatum showed up for a few minutes. Julianne Moore, they, but none of them really. Elton John has a weird cameo. It just. <laughs> I don't know. Can we throw in as many people yeah. as possible? And the, the music wasn't as good in the second one as it was in the first. So it, for me, it just the second one felt really flat. And I don't have any desire to rewatch it. Well, and then the third one, you yeah, really Yeah, le- le- less so. to be said about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sticking with the trend of disappointing films from the same director. Oh, Because no. uh, Matthew Vaughn did, well, he's done all of the Kingsman films so far, all three of them. Uh, he also directed the first Kick-Ass film. That came out oh. like a decade ago. I think. I think it was 2010. That did, eh? I think so. Um, and that was, uh, at the time, it was just like, it came out, it was just like a, this dumb, out of nowhere action. I think it was based on a comic, but for most people didn't know that. So it was just like a dumb action film. It was really over the top. With Nicolas Cage. Yeah, yeah Nicolas Cage was <laughs> handling it up. Um, 
you had like uh, the what they called her hit girl in the movie. The little mm. at the time she was like I don't know twelve or thirteen years old little girl, which was like a potty mouth, and she just like randomly kills everybody. It was I don't know. It was just like a dumb film that had a lot of good action scenes and good music. Mm-hmm. And the second and my problem with this one is the second one felt a lot like what was the comparison used earlier? It felt a lot to me like the Hangover Part Two sequel in that the second Kickass movie just got a lot more crude and a lot more violent, like like over the top violence. The first one had a lot of violence, but the second one just felt, like I said, needlessly excessive. Right. Um, and even though the second one, I thought it was interesting that they were trying to have Jim Carrey in there as sort of an anti-hero. To, oh. as, as sort of like the Nicolas Cage role. Oh. But his character for me didn't really land like I expected it to. And the villain, the villain from the second one, it was in the first one as well, but he was sort of like a, a, like a henchman villain in the first one. He became the main villain. In the, I don't, for me, the second one was just a mess, and I, I really don't like it. Um well, how soon after did that sequel come out? Like two or three years. And honestly, that's my problem with a lot of movies on this list. I think the problem with a lot of these sequels, it's not necessarily that they're bad movies. It's just that they come out so soon after the original film that I feel like, A, either they feel like an immediate retread or they do things worse than the first film. But the first one is still so fresh in your memory. Like, okay, you know what made me think about this list today? I hope it's Avatar 2. Well, no. What <laughs> made me think about even doing a list of disappointing sequels was I'd recently, obviously, I've recently seen Top Gun Maverick. Yes. And oh, that is. A and for sequel. me, that'll go down as probably one of the best sequels ever. Yes. And the reason why it's one of the best, probably the fact that so much care and effort went into it, and it's an amazing action film. I think the fact that it's spaced so far apart from the first one helps. But so is Avatar too. But that's. But you're talking about like a completely CGI world. It's a totally different scenario than like like Top Gun. You can still watch the Top Gun movie from the '80s, and it still holds up. But I'm just saying, taking the same character and having it like 35 years later, and like, you know, he's he's doing like the father figure role to Rooster, like, Goose's son. I don't know. For me, everything about the story behind Top Gun Maverick landed a lot better than I thought it would. I think it's because there's so much time... We all time... know why. We all know why. Well, no, I'm just saying there's so much time between no, no, no. This, the titles. It's because it's Tom Cruise. Well, yes. Tom Cruise looks the exact same as when he was 20 years old. Yeah. And he has his heart and soul in this movie. That's what makes it good. Mm-hmm. Where I don't think that much time between sequels is necessarily a good thing all the time. No, 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 not all the time. I agree. Like, I mean, it didn't work for Indiana Jones, obviously, when the, between the third and the fourth one. Um, you could argue that, uh, I mean, I don't think it worked for, like, the most recent Bad Boys movie that came out because mm-hmm. they both of the Martin Lawrence just felt really too old now. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, like, I think at certain times, like, yeah, I agree. Not like, like, a lot of times, like, Bad Boys, it feels like a quick buck. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I remember this? Yeah, can I mean, see this? Y- you can do it tastefully, too. You can do the thing like what they did with Mad, Mad Max Fury Road, where mm. you take the same character of Mad Max, obviously not played by Mel Gibson in the new one, it was Tom Hardy, but you still have the, you, it's still from the same universe as the one from the 80s, mm-hmm. but, you know, felt fresher still, because... Yeah, like bring it up to time. Right, exactly, yeah. Like, same director as the original Mad wow. Maxes, so that was cool. But anyways, you're getting off topic. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's my point. That's why I want to create this list. And I'm running a little long here. So let me just do a couple more quick ones and we'll get out of here. Um, again, I, I don't necessarily think this next one's a bad film, which is definitely not as good as the first. The second Jurassic Park movie, The oh, Lost I don't World. Th- I think I've only ever seen the first. Yeah. So. And the first one, I think, from like 1993, still holds up amazingly. I, to, like, I watched like it the, on TV recently. The practical effects mm-hmm. behind the dinosaurs is amazing. I think the story is like it's, it's well-paced. Mm-hmm. Um, you really like the characters. You actually don't hate the kids, which is rare for a movie <laughs> like this. You kind of feel for the kids. Yeah. Um, the second one was again wasn't bad. Like I like Jeff Goldblum. I like the fact that he got a bigger role in the second one. But I feel like a lot of the characters' choices outside of Goldblum, a lot of the other characters' choices in the second one were just so dumb. Mm. And it's you, you can't suspend your disbelief when you're like, oh, of course, you're gonna like 
I don't know. A lot of the deaths in the second one were just didn't make sense. They were just there. Didn't need to happen. Yeah, yeah. And whereas I thought it might be interesting at the end of the second one. I mean, minor spoiler. The movie's been out for twenty five years now. But the second at the end of the second one, like they transport a T Rex back to the mainland. Like yeah, like Los Angeles, I think, and well, the the T Rex breaks out of the ship and kind of like rampages through downtown L A for a bit. You don't see that much of it because, again, obviously due to even the effects budget that Spielberg yeah. would have had back then, they couldn't really make it look that convincing. So he kind of just like I don't know, stomps down a street, eats a few people, knocks over a few cars. That's pretty much it. Sounds the like knock of off it. Godzilla. Kind of, yeah. And yeah, I don't know. The second one has problems with the story for me. Um, whereas the first one, I think, is still just a really well, like a simplified story. And you really like the main characters, like Dr. Grant and Ellie and the kids and everything like that, Malcolm. But are any of the Jurassic Park sequels considered good? No. Okay, I mean, the, thir- the third one's definitely the worst. Like, Jurassic Park 3 compared to the first two is absolutely terrible. And I don't really care much for the Jurassic World movies, like mm-hmm. the new Chris Pratt ones. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it is what it is. Uh, let's get out of here on one of the worst ones, probably. This here, here's, here's, a, here's, here's a good example of, a, of an exact opposite of what I just talked about. A movie that is probably, I think it was 20 years between between the first and the second one. And def, the comedy definitely did not age well. Oh, they kept the comedy? It, it seems style of comedy. The yeah. second Dumb and Dumber movie. Oh, yeah. that was 20 like, years apart? The original Dumb and Dumber was 1994. I think the second one came out like seven or eight years ago. So... Really, and it was. Whereas in the original, like, yeah, you 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 can rewatch the original Dumb and Dumber nowadays, like with Jim Carrey and Jeff Daniels, and you'll still find a lot of funny. Some of the humor maybe isn't does isn't as good now as it was back then, or maybe not as tasteful. But, uh, but the second one just felt like, like because Harry and Lloyd were dumb in the first Dumb and Dumber. That's kind of the whole point. But they weren't like so dumb you suspend your disbelief like they were just like kind of naive in the first one like mm. they, they were still smart enough to know like there's actually a decent story in the first one behind like a whole like kidnapping ransom subplot second one just gets really weird and creepy because it has to do with like jim carrey falling in love with jeff Daniels' daughter who's probably like 30 years younger than him and the character just feels so much dumber in the second one to, to the point where it's like they're just playing a parody of themselves i don't even know why they signed up to do a sequel like they obviously but neither of them needed the money or like they'd done better things in their career by that point whereas in the 90s they were just starting out it just the whole sequel is really bad. No, really. <laughs> like maybe a couple jokes in the film landed for me, but a lot of it was just really bad toilet, like gross out humor that even Yeah. Even by like hangover standards was just <laughs> I don't know. It's a really bad film, I think. Interesting. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend it to anyone. Even if you like the original, I'd say stay away from it. But Are they making a new Wayne's World still? I don't think so. Oh, Are they? Why did I feel that they were? I, I, that's not, that's another one that really makes you sad is Mike Myers, the way his yeah. comedy career fell off. I mean, I said, I love guru. Is that where? Yeah. That, that, that was one of the problems that started, but I, I still think the original, the Austin Powers movies are still watchable. I love them. Yeah. Like the Wayne's world's maybe not as much. Joke. I haven't seen the Wayne's world's ones for a while. Um, I wonder if I can watch Austin Powers anywhere. But yeah, like he did love guru. He did uh, the cat in the hat film was terrible. Was, oh, don't tell Catherine and Morgan that. I know Catherine likes it, but uh, it's a terrible <laughs> film. Uh, what else did he do that was really bad in that time? I feel like I'm missing another dud he had, but yeah, I think he had a new thing that came out on Netflix recently did that he? I heard was kind of eh. I well, mean, it's, it's better than bad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's, but that's my point. It's just it's just forgettable. Like, it's just gonna fall off. No one's gonna remember it in a year, so whatever. But yeah, that's my list of uh, inferior or disappointing film sequels. How could you not put Mean Girls too? Because I haven't seen it. <laughs> I'm, 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 gonna, I'm gonna assume it's much much inferior <laughs> to the first one. Not that I think the first one's amazing or anything. It's a, it's a fine movie. It's not like classic, timeless or anything. 
The only, the only, the only good thing about Mean Girls, it put Rachel McAdams on the map. That's what it did. Good for her. She deserves it. Lindsay Lohan, you know, she had her own issues. What about um, Seyfried, Tina- too? Yeah, no, Seyfried was good in it. I mean, Tina Fey was funny. But uh, Seyfried got her career started there, too. Even the other... Um, What's what's uh, the goth girl? Yeah, the goth girl. I can't remember her name. Li- not Lizzie. That was her name in the movie. Oh my was it Lizzie? Gosh. No, Lindy. It started with an L, didn't it? I can't remember. I can't remember either now. What the hell was Lindsay Lohan's character's name in that movie? Katie. What was Rachel McAdams' character? I gotta look it up now. It's no, gonna bug me. don't do it. No, We're gonna remember. I'm giving you ten seconds yeah. to find it, and then I'm gonna look it up. Oh. Uh. It's the name of a city in Saskatchewan. Regina. 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 Regina George. Yeah. <laughs> Regina George. There you go. Oh, yeah. See, I thought, I thought, I thought you said Katie. Was Katie. Katie. Yeah. Like C-A-D-Y. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What was the man of Safri's name? you remember? No. Karen. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the other girl? Oh. Um, the G? Uh, yeah. Kind of an old-fashioned name. Uh, yeah, no. Gretchen. 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 Yeah. Gretchen Wieners. <laughs> And then now that we so the Lizzie Lizzie Kaplan that was like the goth Janice Janice yeah I was thinking of the actress's name Lizzie oh, but the character's name was Janice Janice yeah. anyway got off track there uh, how do we wrap this up what should our email question be I don't know Mr Triple Shot you tell me well the obvious answer seems to be just tell us any of your disappointing or inferior movie sequels that I didn't discuss or you can agree with any of my choices but uh, besides that let's go one step further let's just say I want I want a more specific example tell me a movie that you watched uh, tell me a movie you watched from your childhood mm. you can find childhood however loose that you want whether you mean as a kid or teenager I'm still a kid at heart yeah <laughs> tell me tell me one that you watched from your childhood and then you saw the sequel years later and and you thought that either because of nostalgia purposes or just technological reasons it didn't so hold like up. i saw the sequel as a kid and then i watched it again later in a sense yeah yeah exactly okay. yeah show, tell me a sequel you saw a long time ago that you think doesn't maybe hold up anymore mm. because of just maybe your taste of change or it doesn't hold up for technological reasons or i'm not telling you an example on the spot i'm just saying that'd be the question all right stop growing what's the email shout out or the link when opposites react at gmail.com. Alrighty. Uh, well, hope you guys enjoyed the show tonight. Podcast. Thanks. I would say show. It's a show, I guess. Yeah. All right. Talking. Or talking. Gabbing. Or, yeah, whatever. Okay. Anyways. Conversation. Oh. <laughs> Conversation. There you go. I like it. Hope you guys took away something useful from it. Maybe... Maybe, 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 I, maybe I've encouraged you not to watch any of those movies <laughs> if you were on the fence or maybe you agree with some of my choices and uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts send us an email please we'd love to read some feedback next week and uh, we'll be back uh, same time next Thursday.